Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me. Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hello and welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. Well, it has been a week since we last talked. Is anyone else feeling that way? It's been a good week, but damn, it's been one of those where I feel like I've been on the go from sun up to sundown and haven't really just sat. It always comes down to needing just one or two more hours in a day, but what you going to do? There's no option for finagling that one. Before we dig into our chat, if you missed the details about my podcast rating and review giveaway in last week's episode, make sure you head back to that episode after this one and give it a listen so you don't miss out. I so appreciate your reviews and referrals. And in return, I want to do a little something for you. But this offer is only available for a limited time. So do not forget. Okay, on to our episode topic. Now, I'm calling all of my entrepreneurs, small business owners, soon-to-be boss-ass bitches, and those who just want to explore the business world to pay attention to what we chat about today because it will serve you. We cannot build a sustainable business without building connection with our audience. There has to be a reason for someone to trust you, buy from you, and return to you. That reason is developed by the various ways you choose to connect with them along the way. Now, this is a very common question I get from my consulting clients. How do I build a better connection with my audience? And truth be told, you can get really deep, individualized, and creative on this one. But to help all of you today, I'm sharing some super easy, quick, and affordable ways to connect with your clients. You don't have to use all of them, but implementing just one or a few of the ideas I share with you in this episode will have a major impact on the bond you build with your current and potential clients. And a better bond makes for a better bank account. Now, before we incorporate anything else, anything third-party platform, service, or tool, building a better connection with your audience simply begins with Y-O-U. As business owners, we develop a lot of insecurities that we might not even notice we have. It's scary to own a business, put yourself out there, and sell your product, service, or offering. For a lot of people, this makes them hide. 
our businesses are an extension of us and we are putting ourselves out there with everything we create. And most of us know rejection can be very hard. So we end up shying away from a lot of the opportunities to connect because it feels easier to pull back. We end up hoping that if we build it, they will come, but it's not that easy. So the first rule is that you have to accept the importance of making yourself available to your audience and commit to doing so. Otherwise, anything I share in this episode will fall on deaf ears and will not help you. It's hard. It's awkward. It feels risky, whatever at times. But simply put, you've got to get over it. Connection happens when you show up for your audience. The best opportunity to create connection is to allow your audience to see your personality. We all jive with certain personalities. We all like certain people, but not others. Not everyone will like you or your style. It's okay. But you will attract the people that do, and that alone filters out a bunch of fucks you wouldn't get along with or want to work with anyways. I'm sure you've heard me say this before, but you really have to release the pressure to be everything to everyone. It's a game that you will not win. You just won't. Again, other platforms and tools aside for the moment, one of the easiest ways to show your personality and style is in your process and experience you create for your customer. If you don't have one, well, that would be the smartest place to start. Create one. But if you have a basic one and need to amp it up more or are thinking you need to rework some things, start here. Unless you've truly made a scientific discovery or have some life-changing invention, chances are there is someone else out there that pretty much does what you do. What sets you apart is your version of it. Your process and style make it unlike any other business. Two easy ways to incorporate your personality and grow connection is through a welcome or onboarding packet and an offboarding packet. A welcome or onboarding packet lets your client hear a few words from you. It gets them excited about their experience and helps them feel prepared by knowing what is up ahead. They see and hear you and there's trust built from your level of communication about timing, expectations, and goals for your time together. Now, you might be thinking, well, this might only work for maybe an actual packet or a project type offering like coaching or consulting. And the answer to that is no. Uh, For example, a salon begins their onboarding process when they book a client. Their welcome packet might come in the form of a confirmation email packed with details about location, um, you know, make sure you wear a darker colored shirt or whatever the scenario is. In their reminder emails, texts, check-in process, and the check-in spiel, you'll find that onboarding process also. A restaurant begins onboarding from the moment a reservation is made and confirmed. And when the waiter or waitress greets them at their table and explains the menu and ordering process. Haven't you ever heard someone like explain the specials, tell you their favorite items on the menu, make suggestions for the amount of food for the table, perhaps if it's shared plates, they're going to tell you that they're going to get you some water. They'll be back to bring you drinks after you've had a moment to review the detailed cocktail menu. And look, they just told you the process. 
You don't have to sit there and wonder when they're going to return. They've told you. And if they are a good waiter or waitress, they did it with their own style and flair. It's onboarding. So obviously, it's still on you to create connection throughout the entire time you work with someone, but you also need to pay attention to that connection at closing. As you're wrapping up and sending them on their way after their experience is complete, this is where you need an offboarding process or packet. That same salon might have a referral program. They might help you book your next appointment for a service right away or encourage you to follow them on social media. The restaurant has a closing process too. The waiter brings you your check, encourages you to come back, sometimes gives you mints, which I feel like was like a total 90s thing and I don't see that anymore. I mean, bring back the mints, man. But maybe they tell you about a day with specials you might like and suggest you visit then too. So generally speaking, you should be able to tell as a waiter or waitress after my third glass of wine that I like wine. So someone would be smart to talk up the wine happy hour specials your restaurant has on Wednesdays as part of your offboarding process with me because I will fucking be there. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Verb Energy. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up? Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Aside of having a process, you can also let them be a part of your process to create connection. Are you writing a book? Maybe you share some book cover options with your audience and have them pick. I've let you all choose a podcast episode topic before, too. Which, on a side note, you can make suggestions at any time on my website. Just visit www.lauraswansiegman.com slash podcast and scroll down to submit your idea. But anyways, perhaps you say, hey, I'm thinking about including A or B as part of my new package options. Which would you prefer more? Having a say in something, no matter how minimal, will help them feel a part of something. It builds connection. Another thing to create is a special experience. Now, this can technically be something you do for everyone and might actually be a part of your process, but the point is to make them feel like it's special to them. So my husband and I were at a local restaurant train called Fat Rosie's the other day, and the bar manager, who was the one taking care of us, did a great job of this, so I wanted to share it as an example. He's obviously developed a style behind the bar, but nonetheless, we felt cool. He started talking to us about the types of tequilas we enjoy, and mezcal was mentioned. He asked if we wanted to try something new. The next thing I know, I'm wearing a sombrero from the restaurant. We have two shots of mezcal in front of us with roasted crickets to try. Yes, you heard correctly 
crickets. And that's a whole other story. But my point is he taught us about how to enjoy them, how they paired well with the mezcal, et cetera. I had never had crickets before. So this whole pairing explanation was a fun way to try something new on a random Saturday. The bartender nailed it by using his education to create a special experience for our visit. You might be passing out crickets to everyone, but fuck if I care. And to settle your curiosity, they were fine. They were just like trail mix. Can't say I'd buy them on my own for a snack, but I'd eat them again. For me, I try to send my clients a Starbucks gift card, maybe like a week or two after offboarding and write a personal message thanking them and encouraging them. It's a way to follow up, surprise them with a drink or food item on me and recognize their time or efforts. And don't be afraid of following up with your audience when you think of them with or without a gift card. You're not going to hit everyone on your list with this, but it is kind of cool to get that extra pat on the back from the boss, you know? Unsolicited. You're the boss. So say hi to your team every once in a while when you think of them. So now that you know that it all starts from home base, you, let's talk about using other platforms and services to create connection, starting with social media. Show your face. Stop hiding behind stock photos and text graphics you create in Canva. There's a time and place for both, but you are your brand and people connect with people. People don't connect with inanimate objects. Include photos of yourself throughout your feed as reasonable and use stories to show your face more regularly. Have someone snap a behind the scenes photo, take a selfie, record a video, show yourself. You can also use social features like in stories, for example, to ask questions, take polls, or otherwise create an engagement opportunity. And it's important to note that you should always follow up on those. Post the results of the poll, answer the questions people submitted to you, and thank your audience personally through a message if they provide feedback. Speaking of personal, Another way to create connection with your audience is to seek them out on social media. Set aside five to 10 minutes a day to go through your follower list and visit their profiles to like and comment on their photos or watch their stories and send them a message reply. This is only going to be an option if they have a public profile or if you followed a personal account back, but do what you can and segment your list. We often wait around selfishly for people to watch, like, and comment on our content without really doing the same. It's very one-sided. And as it becomes less one-sided, a better connection and relationship will form. This connection creates trust and buyability, which I'm not even sure is a word, but it is now. Another platform you need to use is email. If you're not regularly talking to your audience in their personal space, which is their inbox, what are you doing? Instead of having to seek out your content on your website or social platforms, you're coming straight to them. And there are no timing issues either because they can look at your email when they have time. Unlike social media, where we are hoping they get around to tapping on our stories before they expire. Or 
where we hope the most recent algorithm even allows our post to pop up on their newsfeed at all. A welcome email is a great way to welcome an audience member to your newsletter or a client to your process. You'll likely use the same template for everyone, but you can customize with their name manually or via your email marketing platform. So sites like MailChimp and Constant Contact have features to automatically insert this as long as you have those contact details available, aka you have their name saved along with their email address, not just their email. This is why it's a good practice to require at least a first name, if not first and last name, along with their email on your newsletter forms. Other emails that create connection can include birthday emails, because I mean, who doesn't like to be recognized on their special day, which again, you have to collect that information. Or how about the anniversary of working with you? Perhaps your work together has come and gone, but if you are hoping to have them return as a client or at the very least be a great referral source, this email can be gold for you. Sending them a quick note saying, I can't believe it's been a year since we started your project. Hope everything is going well. Or, wow, have you really had such and such product for one full year? Thanks again for your purchase. We hope it's helped you. Blah, blah, blah. Insert your business and personality here. But know that following up makes them not feel forgotten and creates connection. A lot of email providers have automation or scheduling features to help you with tasks such as these. Even something basic in Gmail you can schedule. So these aren't overly complicated to set up for your audience. In fact, none of these are that complicated to do. These are really easy, cheap, mostly even free ways to build a stronger connection with your clients. Coming up with an email script, developing an onboarding packet for the first time, or finessing your spiel might take a minute up front. But there's an upfront cost, if you will, to anything. And cost being time mostly. But after that, it can be replicated with ease. The bonds you create benefit your business. They help you stand out and stay relevant. They build trust. And most importantly, they build sales, whether that be first time or repeat. So I encourage you to take just one, just one of these ideas and add it into your business this week as a trial and see the response. If you can tackle more than one, great, or come up with your own. You have full creativity with this one and you know your audience best, but I'm confident that you will see a positive outcome from building a better connection. I love hearing your ideas and insights from each episode. So as always, feel free to message me or tag me in your posts. Keep being the badasses that you all are. And I'll be back to chat with you again next Monday with a brand new episode. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.loraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.